Okay. We ready to talk about Jingle All the Way. Holiday classic from uh, 1996. Of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, Phil Hartman, R.I.P. Sinbad. uh, Rita Wilson, right? Married to Tom Hanks, I think. Uh She's the mom. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, no, true. Yeah, it is. Uh, so yeah, came out in 1996. Uh, basic story is workaholics. I mean, it's the 90s. Dad works too much, doesn't pay enough attention to his kid, like trope, right? Like almost every movie in the 90s, like Liar Liar, The Santa Claus, like everything is just dad works too much. So workaholic Howard Langston, Arnold Schwarzenegger, wants to make things up with his son Jamie. And, and wife he promises to get Jamie the hottest toy of the season Turbo Man even though it's Christmas Eve and the toys practically sold out as Langston hunts down the elusive gift he runs into mailman Myron Simbad another father on the same quest with the clock winding down Langston's moral code is tested and he starts to learn the real meaning of Christmas which right off the bat does he really learn like a me- like uh, is there a le- lesson learned here by Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, Howard? Like, I, don't I would know. say the first one is a little better than the second one in the fact that about the meaning of Christmas and that we're talking you know, about the, it's first about the commercialized yeah. side of it, but it's still not great. Yeah. So, yeah, we're only talking the first one here. We'll do this. We're going to do like two separate things. Yeah, I know that. So, yeah, I guess sure. where, do we, where do we want to start with the first jingle all the way? So, can we start? Know. What is the? We should probably look and see what Arnold's movies were before this. Because when did he go into? Because he did some movies with Danny DeVito, where he he switched out of that like action hero type role into more of like these. I don't yeah. want to say rom coms, but Danny like, DeVito, well known family actor, well, like twins. Yeah, like yeah. So here's his. I, I got his IMDb up here because you're right. Like he did all those action movies in the '80s and early '90s. But uh, so Twins with Danny DeVito was '88, and then Kindergarten Cop was 1990, and then he did okay. Terminator Two. Kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, Kindergarten Cop, and then he did uh, a movie. Terminator Two, awesome. Oh yeah, it's like the best action movie of all time. Great, great sequel. <clears throat> yeah. Not. What was not the? <laughs> Um, what was the um I, it's bothering me that i can't think of the bad guy's name in the terminator 2 is uh, that the liquid dude t5000 the, t- the t1000 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 yeah the uh, liquid dude all right keep going Matt. sorry uh, it just popped in my head about terminator 2 no yeah great movie well i guess i guess true lies is kind of like uh crossover he kind of gets into the more yeah i mean there's it's there's funny moments but that's like an action comedy that's a james cameron action but it's a crossover yeah so that that was 94 along with the movie junior and then eraser was 96 and then this and then jingle all the way and then in 97 he did batman robin when he was mr freeze uh so classic role (laughs) yeah so I don't know. This was kind of. I think this is kind of in the tail end of like the super popular Arnold Schwarzenegger time. Like I think that was collateral kind of damage. The, I'm looking at some of his other movies. I really liked collateral damage. Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's stuff that's like still okay. 
like in the 2000s, but I think the heyday of Arnold Schwarzenegger was the 80s and early 90s. Oh, so this is sure. kind of this is kind of on the tail end. Like maybe people will go see a movie with his name on it, but I, I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like they're just selling his name at that point. But yeah, he uh he wanted to do this movie to be like an everyday person, which like right off the bat, I. I can't buy him as like a dad, like whenever I, throughout this movie, whenever he's sitting behind the desk or if he's like at the mall or just, just talking in general, I can't Always buy it. Wild. I'm like, you need to be holding a machine gun right now, hunting something down. Like I can't, I just don't, I don't buy you as an everyday dad. If it, well, there's just the way he talks forever when he's like uh, early in the movie when he's in his son's bedroom and trying to like, you know, like have a good yeah, time. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like try to, <laughs> Try to, because his son's pissed at him, so he's trying to like make up with him. But I love you. Yeah, it's like I just can't buy anything you're saying. Like, Why? Uh, <laughs> like I don't he's know. He's too big. He's too big. He just built it, all of his clothes, but he's just freaking huge. Yeah, he's kind of too ripped to be a mattress salesman. Yeah, that's that, that's like, the funniest buy thing. Mattress. That's the funniest. It's so cheap. I because I haven't seen this movie in years. I could not remember what his job was, and I'm like mattress salesman all right that's what we decided to go with all right like literally could have done anything and that's what we went with cool but uh yeah i don't know it was just tough for me to buy him as an everyday man like uh when he's in the fight with the santas i'm just like you should you you're gonna murder all these santa clauses like you're just enormous <laughs> compared to them like i just i don't know it was tough he kind of does, does rip through him he does until the guy but then because he's so big they have to bring in like an actual wrestler to be yeah. the show. Was it the big show? I was gonna say, was it the big show? I think I so. Think it was. He almost looked too skinny to be the big show. But it looked like his face. And then oh, they had like the little the the other like the midget know. elves. Or yeah, the, sorry, say, the little little person elves. I was gonna say the eighteenth small person in tiptoes <laughs> showed up. That was Vern Troyer. Right? Like was it really? Sure. I think so. I'm pretty was sure. Was That's like a, a catastrophe if he wasn't. Like, I guess maybe he wasn't super. I don't know. Like, when did uh, Austin Powers really come out? Probably shortly after. Ooh, that. Late '90s, the first I mean, one. First one was, but he was in the second one. So he was in probably... the second one as Mini Me. He wasn't in the first one. He's yeah. dead too, right? Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. He was on my. He was on my list. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah our, that's right. our last draft. Yep. Um, oh, Santa in the warehouse. Looking up, I'm looking up the cast. Oh, Santa. oh yeah, it is. It is the big show. Yeah, it's Paul. Um, Paul Witt. Yeah, I definitely know the big um, show's first and last name. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty okay, sure. I'm just gonna type in it's the, definitely big the big show. Jingle yeah. all the way. It's definitely the, the big Paul show. Paul White. Yeah, it's him. Yeah. Called it. So they had to, speaking they had to of, yeah, we're on the first one, but like WWE. <laughs> yeah, no, that was definitely <laughs> we'll something. To that, that was but... something to note for the second one for sure. <laughs> I definitely caught that. Um, uh, so, so yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Howard uh, again, stereotypical dad. I think it's hilarious, like mattress salesman, and then of course it has to open with the whole he's trying to get to a kid's activity. It's like Hook, right? Like Robin Williams is like that, again, stereotypical dad doesn't pay attention to his kid. He's got to get to his baseball game. And he's got to get to his son's karate or kung fu like thing in this movie, which 
is so mid 90s to me like when was kung fu ever popular in like the mid-90s? Ju- in like the general other than maybe uh, this two when years did the karate kid come out because then you can probably nail it I feel like I knew so many kids that took like taekwondo and shit like that, like in <laughs> between the ages of like six and thirteen, and then oh my god, the no one ever. It was 1984, so this is even way back. Of... Yeah, so I way like back. how <laughs> way back. Wait, it's not even close. I thought it was 80, way way or backer, way or backer. Savannah's already rubbing up on you. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I like jingle all the way too more. Yeah. Um, I just related to the main character. Yeah. I just felt like his his speech just he just talked. Yeah, and the way he lives and everything. Yeah. I also tried hiring him last week. Yeah. I'm sure everyone in Savannah sounds like Larry the Cable Anyways. Guy. Um, what were we even talking about? Now? I was just talking about how like. I like how karate is like the thing that the kid is like really into at this time because that's yeah. just such a small window that karate was like popular in the general public. And I like it, I like how he freaks out that he was missing his like yellow belt to blue belt or whatever or green belt because that's like the third Purple, stage. Like that's like the second or third. I think it goes white yellow and then the next one. So sounds whatever. like somebody who did karate. And I I did it. I did kung fu. It probably in the same exact period of time until yellow belt. And I'm like I'm done with this because that's when people stop caring about it. <laughs> yellow is my favorite color. I want to stop. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love how I love scenes like this too where Arnie Arnie shows up to the school. Where there's no cars in the parking lot. Like, you you know you're late. I don't even know why he's still trying to drive Yeah, he's there. still popping in the door. <laughs> and it's, you know, you all the lights are off. You pop in the door, and it's, like, you're so late. The janitor is just cl- is the only person there, and he's cleaning everything up. Like, I, I have yeah. no idea what you're even thinking <laughs> there. Um, it's like, you can assume that if it was starting at 6 o'clock and it's 8.30, it's probably over. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's just, I mean, he's just kind of a shitty dad in this movie all around. Like, I don't even know how many redeeming qualities there are about him in this. He doesn't really learn a lesson. And uh, he did control a jetpack. Yeah, there's a, an actual working jetpack in this movie, which <laughs> I is... want to know the I want to know that who, who did they have originally in that suit? Because no one's just going to fill it out like Arnold fills it out. Yeah, he's really lucky that it fit him, that it happened to be his size. Yeah, just it fit him perfectly. Dude. I just um, want to say, too, because we're talking about, like, while we're early on and talking about how he's a mattress salesman, he was working awfully hard and awfully late for being a mattress salesman. Like, I understand mattress salesmen might have, like, accounts with hotels, but at what point at, like, 7.30 at night are they, like, dealing with hotels? And, like, I feel like if you're a mattress salesman and you're rich enough and have a nice enough neighborhood and house where they do in the suburbs of Minneapolis, that, like, you're probably done on corporate time. Like, I just, yeah, like, I don't know what kind of demand there is for mattress salesmen. Like, kind of okay. what I was saying. Like, well, I do have something, though, that's been brought up. Have you ever heard the conspiracy theory about what is the – there's, like, the huge mattress place that is everywhere. It's, like, every four fucking blocks, especially around Milwaukee. Like, uh, I don't know if it's Mattress Firm or whatever it is. And people have, like, <laughs> made a conspiracy <laughs> that, like, it has to be 
a money laundering scheme for the mafia because there's no way there's this many people buying mattresses that you have like 15 mattress firms within like four square miles of each other i have seen this is it do they map this stuff out like there's like maps I think they, drawn no, it's with like, like dotted real... lines and like territories and stuff <laughs> i'm not saying i believe it but it is ridiculous that there's this many mattress stores in the world for like how often do you buy a mattress <laughs> I'm I'm planning on keeping the same mattress I have until I die. I'm yeah. not buying a new one. As long as Duchess doesn't shit worms on it, you'll keep it. <laughs> That's only carpet. And we already we still have that. Back to the movie. Enough talking dog shit. Um until we get to the sequel of this movie at least. But uh so yeah, Arnold, terrible oh. dad, terrible, terrible nineties dad trying to make up with his son. His son tells him what he wants for Christmas is a Turbo Man doll, which is just what, a knockoff of the Power Rangers at this point, which were probably big at the time. I definitely watched Cabbage it. Cabbage Patch Kids. That was what this was. Like more of a knockoff of Iron Man. Yeah, but I feel like Power Rangers is more popular than Iron Man at the time. Like, well, they, no one's going to knock off Iron Man. I thought the knockoff of the Power Rangers was the weird little creatures that came out to try and fight them on the float that yeah. were all like red yeah. color, blue color. No, for, like, I think the whole concept of like Turbo Man and like that whole show is just it did a give that off. And Booster uh, is hilarious, though. <laughs> Booster is hilarious. No one wants him, but he's the, pretty hilarious. The weirdest and least athletic-looking tiger of all time. <laughs> yeah, he's the a saber-toothed tiger. tiger. It's literally the hunchback of Tiger Dame. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, booster. I just that's whenever I think booster. of booster, I just have to say it in that fucking accent of just booster. No one wants booster. Um, <laughs> but the kid that plays his son is fucking Anakin Skywalker from Episode One that came out three years after this, though. <laughs> so I googled that kid. I don't know if you're going into this at all. He really, he's lived a rough life. Yes, very very rough. <laughs> like I feel bad for him. Mainly yeah. because of Star Wars, because like this came out first, Star Wars, and he basically got Star Wars because of this movie. George Lucas was like, This other kid that we're like screen testing, it's either it's between Jake Lloyd, like this kid, and then the kid who didn't get Anakin. And he, George Lucas was like, This other kid, not Jake Lloyd, is better, but let's go with Jake Lloyd because he's acted before, so he'll be able to like react better on set. So he got that role because of this movie, basically. I don't understand rough life. why first Star Wars gets so much hate. That episode um, one. I mean, it's not great. It's not the worst one, but it's definitely not great. And people, people are like, the reason I, I that this this could be a whole nother topic. Yes, they, we could go down a rabbit hole here, but we, I will we say the first the, the the prequels are not bad. I liked the prequels. People, people our age like him because we grew up with him, but we don't need we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Basically, people shit on him for years because he played Anakin, and people didn't like him as Anakin. Um, but yeah, so he's in this movie. This is like his first role, um, and he's okay. He's a, he's a kid. Like he's he's a kid actor. He's okay I he's, in this. He's very believable. He's very endearing. He's cute. Like he's, he's a cute really kid. Really cute. This. Yeah, and he's I mean, as Anakin. I mean, that's, as, I to, that's why I googled him. Is I was like, did this kid like grow up? Like he looks like he would have been like a little like perfect kid for that movie. Did he grow up into be something? And now he's like a diagnosed, diagnosed, paranoid schizophrenic, and like 
tried to potentially murder his mom. Like, I want to yeah. hug him. I say, but like, him as Anakin. He's like 31, Quinn. <laughs> he's like not, 31. Not him. him as Anakin. I must say, I must <laughs> say, Jamie. I must say as as a dad now, I feel for this kid, and I, I I would never make fun of a kid actor now. I'm already pulling that card out. Like, I don't know. Some, some kid, kid actors deserve to be made fun of. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the fuck Taylor Lautner doing these days? <laughs> well, again, he's like. He's older than us, right? Like at this point, like yeah, not, so a kid, not, not a kid. Not a kid actor. Pull out the hammer right now. Let's, <laughs> um, pull out the, let's pull out the gun that Sinbad was talking about with seven different artilleries. Yes. So good, good transition because yeah, Sinbad is in this. Uh, I actually think he's kind of funny in this. So he's oh, another he's amazing. He's another dad that Arnie meets up with that's looking for Turbo Man. They kind of team up but kind of go against each other a little bit. He ad-libbed apparently like every, all of his lines in this movie, which I completely understand. And Arnold kind of ad-libbed off of their conversations that are pretty much all ad-libbed from what I from what I picked up. Yeah, well, when you don't know what he's going to say, I guess you kind of got to roll with the punches <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> if, if you put it that way, Arnold did a pretty good job considering he is who he is he did a pretty good job i mean he just had to be dismissive that was basically it he just had to be like no like yeah, please leave me alone like yeah go away go away i don't like you go, go away that um, was, a, it was the worst startled impression i've ever heard yeah, it was it was horrible <laughs> i'm so bad at accents um that role was originally supposed to be joe pesci because one of the producers of this movie is Christopher Columbus, who directed Home Alone. Also founder of America. Yes, and also, yeah. Not a good mur- guy, though. Mur- murdered a bunch of, you know, natives, but founded America, so we treat him as a guy here. That's a sidebar. sidebar. Wait, yeah. who? Christopher just... Columbus. He... Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. He's not a good person. No. But he directed Home Alone, so he's an awesome, awesome director, right? Wait, there's a director really? named Christopher okay. Columbus? Okay, I thought Bo was with me on the joke. There is a director whose name is Christopher Columbus. Yeah, he, di- he directed the movie Home Alone. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that he directed Home Alone. And he directed the first two Harry Potter movies. I didn't. Know Not that. the same person as the founder of America. Who well, died. I got really? that because that guy's been dead. So for you're like telling me the guy that's 200, 300 years. Yeah, you're right. The guy that's still and what is it 1492 only 200 to 300 yeah. years ago <laughs> wow. i am learning so much today <laughs> yeah this is, you know, Mary, I, did, Mary, I did not realize it was coming for a history lesson happy happy holidays you know knowledge is the best gift of all time so um <laughs> but, <laughs> so the end of it is um because christopher columbus was like a producer on this movie he wanted joe pesci to be the sinbad role but the studio didn't want him in it because they're like, you're too short and you're going to have like towering Arnold Schwarzenegger next to you. We need like a taller person. So they nixed that. Uh, I think Joe Pesci would have been pretty good. I mean, I, I think Sinbad is great and one of the better parts of the movie. But like, I mean, I love Joe Pesci. I'll watch anything he's in. So that would have been interesting to see Arnold and Joe Pesci together. Yeah. I feel like an Italian person would have worked out well like that like an italian personality like a stereotypical like mobster new york well i guess it's not from new york but like you know like joe i, I, I kind of like i like sinbad no i do sinbad's I, awesome i do too but i could have seen like why joe pesci would have fit the yeah. role of that 
Like yeah. he basically like he'd be playing the Home Alone role, basically. Like just oh, play it, just sure. play this angry guy. Like, you know what I mean? So, I think Sinbad's pretty good in this. He's got a couple good gags. I he's the adult humor of the movie, right? Like, like you got all the all the easy kid stuff. But I, I even like when you first meet him and they're outside the store. And he's just he's starting to go off and he's rolling in his rant. He just grabs the lady next to him and then like kind of fake chokes her a little bit and everyone's just like what the fuck is going on with this guy and he's like oh i'm sorry you you really shouldn't wear fur by the way like <laughs> um uh, but i i think i like him he's the one with the with the maybe it, it's not buffalo trace but an ode to buffalo trace he's the guy with the liquor too right like you know dipping yep. it, uh offering it to arnie a little bit and he's got the the bomb gag later on in the movie too which, <laughs> the litter bomb which I haven't seen this movie in so long. I forgot about that. Um, maybe a little bit in poor taste, because I think a lot of that was going on in real life at the time, but kind of funny at the same time, like how he he does it twice, too. It's like the first time it's like, oh, well, that isn't really a bomb, and then the second one is actually a bomb, and like those cops would all be dead, right? Like if this wasn't a, a kid movie, <laughs> like he's literally holding it. I was waiting for that when the bomb went off and he was walking down the tunnel and he was like, like he had the epiphany that it was a real bomb soon bad. And then I was like, there's no way that they're going to like imply that those cops just all got blown up on the like 40th floor of that tower. And then of course they show the cop with the typical like Looney Tunes. Yeah. For black. For sure. shit oh, up. he's fine. Yeah. Like, oh no, he's fine. But uh, I actually, I like, I thought that was funny too. And he has a realization that it was a bomb. He's like, that was really a bomb. He's, this is a sick world we're living in. Like another, just like, I think, I don't know. I just, I like his delivery on a lot of the, his jokes or lines in this movie. I, I, so I like Sinbad in it a lot. Um, this was the last role of Phil Hartman. He, really? Yeah. I mean, and then oh, he was. I didn't realize this was his last role. And uh, we did, we did, we did a live watch on small soldiers which he was in just like the year or two before yep. this too so um i mean he plays a creep in this movie but r.i.p all the same but uh yeah what, what do you think of what do you think of phil hartman as the horny like neighbor who's like like the dad that all the ladies want to get with but rita wilson but he's she's the one he wants for whatever reason that was one of those weird like story arcs that like I didn't really get like the, there was so many like <laughs> implications from like other neighborhood women about him sexually like yeah. very adult humor yeah that and, was that was a little uncomfortable. I miss the 90s when you could be so not PC with your humor well to be fair Quinn it was women talking to men like that which you probably can still get away with these days it's just not the other way around anymore yeah that's but they uh but it was just like a weird story arc that it's just like this guy who is i don't know he looks like a overweight like stephen colbert kind of like obviously it's phil hartman but like it's not like this dude is like arnold schwarzenegger like super handsome and ripped and all this and like european austrian accent and they just 
all of a sudden this guy's like a phenom because he likes to hang up Christmas lights and give his kids reindeer to pet occasionally. Because <laughs> yeah. he's a good dad, all right? Except yeah, but only the, because that one white, except the, say, one, the, the one time. The, yeah. kid, the, the kid says, or like Jamie is like, when did your dad like get cool? And he's like, oh, when my parents got divorced. <laughs> like that's when he really started to get <laughs> like be nice. Uh, and then the kid, like, which jerk kid, because then he goes to Jamie, he goes, maybe your parents should get divorced. I'm just like, whoa, okay. What the <laughs> fuck is that? Um, I, I was wrong. Small Soldiers was actually his last movie. This was his second to last movie. So I had him flipped uh, for Phil Hartman. But uh, but yeah, just super horny dad. It's weird. Like he does that weird face where he uh, he's hugging or trying to take the apron off of the mom. And then you see his face when, like, you know, he his face is past hers when they're, like, kind of hugging. And he just does, like, the weird super horny dad face where he, like, rolls his eyes back, his eyes back a little bit. I'm just like, what is this? Like, what kind of role is this for him? But, you know, whatever, I guess. Um, he owns it. Yeah, he does. I, uh, I guess a couple of things I wanted to go over. What did you guys think of Turbo Man itself and like the toy and the idea behind it, like the, that design of it and the show and everything? I think it's hard to not look at it as Iron Man, even because we lived through the Iron Man phase. I would have, I wondered what my thoughts would have been before an Iron Man came out. It's still interesting. Like, I guess for the nineties, like, it kind of made sense. I don't know about the obsession about it, but like it still was like unique, I guess, and cool for the '90s, you know? Yeah, like I don't know. I was asked because I, I actually think, even though it's very much a ripoff of Power Rangers, I think, like I think it's a cool design, and at least they give a good reason as to why this toy would be so hard to find. Like, you know, like there's this show; it's really popular, and it's a hard toy, and it's like a yeah. cool toy. I mean, it's a foot tall. You know, it yeah. isn't like this tiny thing and it's got like all the, as they would say, like bells and whistles, as they say, you know, it's got all the actions to it. Um, like, I think it would actually be a cool toy to have. Um, so I thought they, they did a good job with it. It reminds me kind of like, this is not on my list, by the way, but it kind of could be maybe is like those Transformer toys that, I mean, I Oh, love I those. had that. Yeah. They're like, like a foot tall. Like something that was like it was like a doll, but it actually had like a mechanical ability to it. I feel like I love that type of stuff when I was, whatever the age is four to ten. Mm-hmm. Gundam Probably. Warriors. More like four to like twenty four, but <laughs> yeah. four to ten. <laughs> here's my here's my wall of like Star Wars like four, toys. Of the you know, four to thirty one. Steve Carell. Forty-year-old Steve Carell over here. Don't break the plastic. You can't play with them. That's more than Haley's engagement ring right there, sitting on the shelf. It's you know, it's an investment. Like it's you know, it's uh, like uh, mattress money, as they say. Um, no, here, yeah. Look, some of them are straight from like uh, the you know from 1980. The ones on the end there. The yeah. So how much is, what is the most expensive thing on that shelf? Uh, they're not really that expensive. I was kind of messing with each of the toys, like in the cardboard and plastic, they're probably like five or six bucks on eBay. Um, the, the ones from the eighties are maybe 20, 25 each. Okay. They're not, it's not, they're, it's, not it's not really worth it. It's not really worth a ton. I just, I've had them and I'm like, I want to put them up on a shelf. Why not? 
You know what? They might be worth a bunch when you're dead and Miles is like 80. Yeah, there you go. It's, inv- yeah. it's his college it's fund. Miles' retirement fund. This is his college fund up here. I got a whole bucket of Beanie Babies if you want them to. <laughs> yeah, if those come Same around in value, I remember those being such like Some of they're going to be worth so much money later in life. And I'm like, they're probably worth- that was that was the Beanie Baby company trying to sell you a dream. Yeah, those can't be bad. There's a couple of them that are worth thousands of dollars. But a lot of the ones that are like misspelled, if you still have the tags, I like looked up because I literally had actually a bunch of them. And like some of them were like 60 grand if like you had a misspelled weird rainbow crab, whatever his name was, or something like that. Yeah, okay. It makes sense. Didn't have any of them. It has to be a mistake though. That's like it's like any toy. There has to be like a mistake with it for it to be worth anything, which is like a it's like a rookie Brett Favre card with the R before the V is worth like a shit ton of money. Brett Favre. Yeah. Favre. Uh, For the Falcons? Yeah, he was drafted by the Falcons. I have, I my dad bought me a rookie card of his when I was like in middle school that is still laying around somewhere. Is it misspelled? I don't know. I have to check that now. I didn't know that that was a thing, so I'll have to look into that. If it is, that's the greatest present of all time. I hope it is misspelled, and then you Google it, and I was totally lying, and it's worth, like, $12. Yeah, it's worth less. <laughs> like, fuck. You can run upstairs and be like, Haley, we're selling our house. We're moving, <laughs> we're moving to Savannah. We're going to buy the whole town up. <laughs> I'm buying wherever Quinn's trying to move. You can buy a block. It's not that bad. Probably cost you, you buy a block in Savannah for, like, a bag of meth. <laughs> you're gonna have to move the meth heads out <laughs> you just toss it in the general direction and then they'll Woo! just scatter they'll just off scatter. <laughs> like a bunch of golden retrievers <laughs> yeah <laughs> scatter but no funny Robert. transition i wish wish i had one on my shelf here but so a company actually made a turbo man doll after this movie came out we're gonna ask that yeah they they actually made them. They only made. I was trying to look it up to. I was saying, do they have a Dementor too? I, I think they only did Turbo Man. Okay. But I think they only made like two hundred thousand of them. So there aren't a ton of them out there. And if you go, I'm gonna go on eBay right now and actually check. For how many people want a Turbo, like a fake movie doll? I feel like two hundred thousand is still a pretty good chunk. We'll just use like the theory that there's like 350 million people in America, and we just like do the division. Oh, some of these are going for 550 well, bucks. There you go. You look it up because I was, 700 for one of his packaging. The article. $1,300. How much does a Harrison bear cost? <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, but no, that's what I was going to say. The article I was reading says like these regularly go for like $500 on eBay. Yeah, I'm seeing here for 500 seems to be the low end. So That's crazy. So yeah, I wish maybe I, they sold for like $25 and 96 when they initially came out. I wish I had one of those on my shelf here. That would have actually been something useful to go I mean, for. 550 is probably what inflation is by that time. Yeah, I mean, 25 bucks and 96 Yeah, there you go. Uh, so yeah, they actually did make a toy. And it's kind of one of the like an actual collector's item right now, so that's kind of pretty kind of legit. Crazy. I feel like that's like, is it a collector's item though? I feel like that's one. Of, I mean, it is obviously, but do you think it's only because of Schwarzenegger? If Schwarzenegger wasn't in it, do you think anybody would give a shit about it? But I feel no, like I feel like they definitely sold it on Arnold's name. Yeah, because I feel like Schwarzenegger stands are like a thing, like it's sort of a cult in a way. 
Well, Arnold's kind of like a cultural icon at this yeah. point. No, yeah, I'm not discrediting like why he's so popular, but I feel like <clears throat> the only reason anything from that movie would be popular is because he existed inside of it. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. No, I mean that's. I mean, I, I mean, if it was Larry the Cable Guy, would it be that popular of a movie? That's true. I mean, if they ever made this movie with Larry the Cable Guy, it probably wouldn't be that popular. So probably not. Probably <laughs> wouldn't have even known it existed unless my friend, you know, had told me about it and yeah. made me watch it. Yeah. Some people are born sociopaths. <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn, though. I don't know. I mean, I. No comment. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure this company probably didn't decide to make this into an actual toy until like Arnold was cast, and they're like, okay, we can probably sell this like off of this movie a little oh, bit. For sure. Which, and I'm sure they would have made more than just the two hundred thousand if the movie would have done well at the box That's office. Because, because, yeah, oh, the two hundred. I thought you were saying the movie made two hundred thousand. Oh. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! No, it was it wasn't that bad. I think uh, I thought this movie made a lot of money. It uh, so the budget was seventy five mil and the box office worldwide was one hundred thirty, and again you normally have to double the budget to cover marketing. In which case it lost. It, it Wait, lost the money. budget on this was seventy five million. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of that was just to pay Arnold <laughs> to be in this movie. Uh, I was yeah, gonna say the budget on the second one was only like fifteen million. But again, that's that was just to pay for the one house that existed. Yeah, like the, movie that was it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, this this had to have lost money. So, I'm sure they would have made more dolls if it would have actually done better. But uh, Jim Belushi, really quickly, was in this movie. I like how he's credited as James Belushi. Like they're trying to class him up a little bit, but I mean, it's who, just who is he again? He's the Santa, the mall Santa. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, which I think because this movie takes place in Minnesota, having grown up like in the Twin City area, they have to like hit all the stops, like Mall of America, the fucking uh, was it Mickey's Diner. Well, um, yeah, Mickey's Diner is just in every fucking nineties Minnesota movie. Yeah, ever. Mighty Ducks, like it's in every it's Mighty like three Ducks. of them. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks two, and this. It's Mighty Ducks D two, the Mighty Ducks, and then D three. Okay. I mean, let's get that right. Respect. I mean, although they are re they are rebooting that into a show, also starring Emilio Estevez. Is it, um, isn't Mickey's not even in Minneapolis? Isn't it in St. Paul? Or am I wrong? St. Paul. It is in St. Paul. Okay. Might be. I mean, it's, it's the Twin Cities are kind of. It's like you almost grew up there, but you didn't. I was almost. It was thirty minutes away. It's right there. Why didn't they show the giant Church of Scientology while they're by Mickey's Diner? It's only like four blocks away. We try to avoid that in pop culture as much as possible. We just just Tom pretend Cruise it's out there. Yeah, Tom Cruise is also a psychopath. What? He's a really nice his rant guy. Was just, that killed me, by the way. <laughs> his rant? Yeah, no, he's a psychopath. I mean, he's he's yeah. right, but his delivery, insane. Yeah. Insane person. <laughs> Someone who's, I forgot who was talking about it, but they're like, just imagine Tom Cruise because he doesn't want to break protocol, standing six feet away from these people, screaming, like spitting in the direction, like just knows six feet exactly away from where he's trying to. Do you think he yell. had to stand on a step stool so that they, he could book them in the eye? That's probably true. <laughs> or he's just wearing, like, you know, like 
Yes, uh, please take a seat beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> he has everyone sit down and he stands up so that he can just look yeah. down. I would have never guessed Tom Cruise was crazy. That's so interesting. Yeah, again, learning something new, right? That's brand new information. I, I would have never guessed he was a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess I've been, I mean, I've been talking a lot. What overall thoughts on the movie? What are some parts you guys liked or didn't like? Like, I kind of enjoy this movie. Just up I like it. I think it's entertaining. It's <laughs> stupid. It's silly. But I think all the characters fit really well. Arnold, for what he is, he's still really good as a, as uh, as his in, his in his role. I I, I yeah. think he's hilarious. I think Sinbad's awesome. Bill Hartman's weird, but who cares? It fits. Arnold like punches. Arnold punches a reindeer. Yeah. He, a reindeer. he just he's like, nah, what does he say? Like this is the wrong day. <laughs> <It's wild>. Yeah, <laughs> that's such an Arnold. Yeah, he's still got his Arnold roles like that he plays in his. Action. Where else are you getting like great cinema that is punching a reindeer than in this movie? Like this is great cinema. Well then, and then the next scene, he's getting drunk with the reindeer and pouring beer out in his yeah. food bowl. Dude, the Santa fight in the warehouse is one of my favorite scenes of this movie. It's so yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, there's a guy the with underground Santa ring. They're like yeah. nunchucks that are candy cane. Yeah, come on. Which what are what were they gonna do with him if the cops didn't show up? Like are they like are they gonna like kill him? Yeah. Like Arnold? Like are they just taking him out back and putting him in the dumpster? I don't know Probably. what the style. They're just gonna hammer right to the hand. <laughs> like I'm like, what's your end game here, Santa's? Like I don't know what they're doing, but uh, but whatever. But no, like I mean, objectively, this is not a good movie. But I enjoy. Oh it. No. no, I think it's, it's not, but it's entertaining. I actually thought like it's like if it is what it is. Actually, well, not actually. That's probably what I was trying to be. Is it feels like it's a good cross movie of. It's a children's movie, but it has enough like adult themes and had enough like minor adult humor moments that it actually was pretty satisfying to like. If I never seen it in Lennox, were to grow like grow up six years from now, and he's like, "I want to watch Jingle All the Way," I'm like, "Sure, let's watch it." I wouldn't have been disappointed that I watched mm. it. Could you say so much about another movie that we might talk about in the future? Fuck. Oh, are you watching the box game? Yeah, they yeah. lost. Shit, really? <laughs> I kind of stopped paying Fucking Tatum just hit a game winner at the buzzer. He has got the worst facial hair in all of the NBA. He banked in a three from like a million miles away. His hairline's pretty nice, though. When he when they manages to paint it on for the day. <laughs> God damn it whatever sorry i just I have, it on, I have it on the tv here and i'm like the bucks are up a point with like six seconds left so i just i looked and okay wait yeah, you, you just froze, froze man what oh sorry. i said Haley just texted me I said your tv is two seconds ahead of mine frowny face and then she was like and, I, <laughs> and then she was like and then i knew he was gonna make that <laughs> and you pays uh so no i yeah, what you overall thoughts again? I'm sorry I interrupted with fucking bucks. I mean, it isn't over yet, but potentially losing this game. Um, there's point four, point four seconds. Uh, oh, overall thoughts on the movie? Like, again, objectively not good, but I, I still think it's kind of fun. I think I like it did it. roll well. 
Was that rolled well? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I said I think it did its role well. Like I don't, I think that it was trying to be exactly what it was, which was like a cheesy children's flick with a little sprinkle of adult humor here and there, and it worked out. Yeah. And obviously, it was like the fucking jetpack scene at the end of the movie, <laughs> just flying around like a lunatic. Like that's, that was a little aggressive, but <laughs> that's where it definitely lost me. I mean, it's you're already in the movie, like whatever. Like I don't know what lose me means with this movie, but. I mean, to have a working jetpack like, during a parade. Like, yeah. I, I mean, like, in the 90s, too. Like, yeah. we never figured out jetpacks now. In I mean, hey, James Bond did it in like the 70s. Well, I was thinking The Rocketeer. I'm like, I know The Rocketeer came out just like a couple years before this movie. So jetpacks were maybe cool, but I thought that was a little re- ridiculous. Um, Giannis missed the tip in. Um, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> it only would have tied it. Wait, wait. Did they call a foul? Did they call a foul? How do you not know this, Matthew? They're it's shot. on mute. It's on mute. Okay. So what, are, what are they doing? Are they letting for free throws? Or? No, they're just, the Celtics teams are pissed off though. All the players are pissed, which like they're yelling at the ref, which makes me think that they maybe they're calling a like an inbound violation. There's there's one of a million things that could be. Update um, update to come. Um, they put the time back on the clock, and Giannis is at the line. Well, yeah, it's just popping up on my phone right now. Well, good thing his out. free throws are fixed. Who he made he's the first? At the line, like when is he getting the ball for you, Matt? I don't know. If uh, he already there. shot the first free throw for me. Oh fuck! Did he make it? I'm yes. way behind. You just he, narrate it. He made the first. This goes to overtime. I'm gonna have to like put blinders up for a little while. Fuck no, we shorted it. We lost. Good thing it's the first game of the season. No, it's everything, Quinn. We're going to be 0-72. Trade Giannis. It, it, was, it sucked because as soon as it left his hand, I could tell that it was short. He and has he, that, and ball he, back. that motion where he slows down because he's so yeah. long. You're like, you can see him mid-stroke. You're like, nope, that's short. It was, it was, And he knew it too. But, yeah, as soon as it left his hand, I was like, Short. You should have volleyball bumped it back in. Like, fucking fix it, bro. Okay. You're eight Bucks. years in. Fix it. Bucks just, Bucks just lost. Season over before it even started. Okay. All right. Let's keep right. going. Yeah. Let's go. Let's, we're almost done wrapping Wait, up the first one. And then we'll, we'll, get to the, we'll get to the second one. But yeah. Anyway, ending's ridiculous. Working jetpack. Both Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad should have been arrested a million times throughout this movie. But yeah, it's amazing that they don't they don't get arrested. Well, I mean, Sinbad does at the end. Yeah, he does. But he gets his toy. But yeah, that is the only redeeming quality of this movie where you're like, oh, where the kid realizes that he should get the toy. That's the yeah, the but only it, heartfelt moment of the movie. If I'm the kid, like keep that toy because it's probably going to be worth money later to, uh, later on in life i mean yeah that's right like five hundred dollars worth on ebay i'm sure yeah if i was eight years old and i kept all my weird toys in my packages they'd be worth money when i was eight and i was thinking about oh when i'm you know he would have sold that toy for drugs now would you oh, okay too soon um <laughs> would you what would you have done in this situation like would you have done anything different than uh, arnie like i would have taken the toy from phil hartman like, fuck that guy. That guy's an asshole. 
and his yeah, kid but it is was an the asshole. Kid. It was his kid. The kid's an asshole too, though. He wants he wants Jamie's parents to get divorced. It's true, but he didn't know that at the time. <laughs> like I'm, I, I'm either taking the bilingual one, and just like Jamie opens it and it's broken, be like, oh, sorry, guess I'll get you a real one, and it kind of buys you some time. Um, or so, or I steal it from Phil Hartman and like fuck that guy. So I actually thought about though, like the best excuse in the world is when he would have got dropped off with his car after it got totally like scalped, the wheels, the doors, and everything, and be like, Mary I went in mm. to go get food quick, and everything was stolen out of my car. You would have been golden ticket. Like it's good. Yeah, no, that's good too. Like that's yeah, the first thing involves lying. What? That still involves lying. This entire movie is him lying. Movie wasn't a lie. It's not about him lying. Even the, end, it's about even the, the Christmas ending spirit. is still a lie. Like he never told the truth. He yeah. never walked. This the whole face. movie is lying. Which never <laughs> resolved the truth. Like and it, and this like they would recognize that it's him in that fucking suit, right? Like I know, like no, his voice is apparently changed. It's a clear visor. You can <laughs> see forgot. from here down. And it's a clear visor. It's no, yellow it, tinted. What, are you saying that everyone has that chiseled jawline? Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's a very particular jawline that Arnold has. Yes, <laughs> I think you could. Point if they it out. showed, if they showed pictures of just jawlines, like, would you know? Oh, that's Quinn. You don't have a jawline like yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Put, put on glasses. Yeah, it's still. Everybody do this. Anyway, I think I think it would be more difficult for Jamie the kid to recognize him, but I would think that his wife would have been <laughs> yeah. like for real. Yeah, no, I I, like, I agree. I've been, I, I have been making out with that mouth for the last like. <laughs> I know that mouth. Yeah, I know, I that, know mouth. that mouth. <laughs> I love this. Where do I know that mouth from? <laughs> I love this. Shape you know what? Hey, mouth. props to Liz too for going violent against creepy Hartman. Oh, yeah, no, I know. I was very happy that, especially watching, like, as a kid, for whatever reason, I thought that Phil Hartman was creepy. I'm just like, thank God she doesn't go for it. Like, she thinks he's creepy, too. Like, thank God. She's full on, you're, you're a creep. Just give me my eggnog. I'm going to go to the front. Yeah, no, for sure. Slice it later. The first one, I'm going to actually, objectively, not a good movie. I'm still going to call it good. Because like I'm nostalgic about it and I still enjoy watching it. I'm calling it. Good. I give it. A, I'm giving it a good rating too. I really enjoyed that first one. I don't know what it is about it, but I just like. Maybe I just like the characters. I think it's just funny. Like Arnie trying to be a normal guy is just entertaining to me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was good too. I like I said in the when we were talking about it originally. I just feel like it played its role well. Like yeah. it was a children's movie and it felt like a children's movie, but it still had adult humor. And yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is just a hilarious, that was a hilarious role for him. Yeah. And so like a out of place, but like perfectly out of place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it's, I don't think it was done on purpose, but he's just so out of place that it's like good. <laughs> like yeah. and it's funny. And, and it's not even in like, yeah, it's not even good in like the bad way that it's good. Like, the room or whatever like that's always the example like i just feel like he genuinely like it's a different of like just oddity that it it's, yeah 
sometimes a weird character fits into a role so well that you Arnold just is Arnold. There's no other Arnold. And anytime you place right. him in a role that isn't an action hero role, it's going to seem so out of like kindergarten cop. That's a terrible movie, but everybody's going to know it's not a Tuma. Because <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. so out of place. And it, it takes place in Minnesota, you know, a warm spot in my heart. Like when they're running through the Mall of America and they go through Legoland, I'm like, yes, in Legoland. I love that place. <laughs> I, was actually, I was actually thinking about that, how horrible Mall of America has to be around like non-COVID oh, Christmas years. I like, we used to play baseball every year in the Metrodome. Like, we go up there and play some teams. And, like, so we go to the Mall of America when we weren't playing. And it was like, a was that your toe knife? Scape. And, like, and that was just in the middle of May. Like, I could yeah. not imagine. But it's, it's such a touristy spot now. Like, it's just always busy. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was busy then. And, like, yeah. I can't imagine during the holidays how much. they have an amusement park in the middle so there's right. just whether it's like you're there for the mall or like that is always busy too so. right fun fact i went and got drunk there with my dad and brother during uh march madness a couple years back yeah nice Badgers one i um i went Haley and i went there for like our two-year like dating anniversary and also during march madness badgers were playing ohio state when we had bruisewitz on the team Greg Bruzewitz. And uh, we might have lost that game. But, yeah, we we also went there. So, I like the ball. It was at the B-dubs. We got smashed at the B-dubs. My dad my brother Classy. and I. Just... <laughs> Your $200 bill because it's like 10 bucks. Oh, yeah, it was so B-dubs. expensive. I don't even know. I didn't pay for it. And then my mom and April and I think Chase was dating Nisha all came back. And my brother and my dad and I are smashed yelling. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Uh, okay. You want to do draft of toys that we wanted for Christmas as kids? I got it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. doing the, the randomizer right now. We have some like contingencies on this because like obviously like I feel like, like there's a point where like when you're like 17 you're sitting there and you're looking yeah. You're like, oh, it'd be sweet if my parents just bought me like a Subaru WRX STI and it's out in the drive. I'm gonna think like once the Santa cut off. Oh, I, we'll do your own discretion because I do have one that is past the time of like I knew Santa wasn't a thing and it was kind of. I just want my parents to get this. Matt for still me. hasn't gotten it, by the way. I <laughs> listen and find out. We'll discuss. But like, just do your own. <laughs> just do your own discretion on it because yeah. like. I, I get what you're saying. Like, you don't want it to be like, I'm almost an adult and I want this thing, but you want to keep to like, like the kid thing. So, sure. I was going to say, I feel like some of mine that I listed were things that like I appreciated as gifts the most that I didn't necessarily want, but like I feel like impacted my life to a different point that like I feel like that they were more important, you know? Because I don't feel like I asked for things when I was a kid. I was never a person that like was like, this is my christmas list this is my birthday list and like, yeah wanted it so i, oh, I just picked, i that's what i did i just picked toys that i remember vividly like i got them and i was like this is fucking sweet yeah yeah yeah, yeah. mine mine are they're not as deep as it sounds like Bo went with it but i didn't do like a lot of lists either but they're mostly toys i hope i don't go first so then uh i did the draft quinn yeah. quinn's number one i'm number two Bo's oh, number three. The first perfect all right, drum roll. It was a great drum roll. 
I was going to say, it was so loud in the beginning, and it was so unheard after. <laughs> and then and that's because my Quinn was making a very was... violent move, like, underneath the table. I got tired. <laughs> after um, one, one beat. Just, uh, yeah, just like, my computer's not great, so it's it's really old. So it got loose as I was hitting it. You don't want to hit it too hard, and it's going to fall apart. Quinn's just going to go up. After this, he's just going to go YouTube Neil Pert video and be like, how does he drum so much without getting tired? <laughs> All right, number one, my number one choice, Tyco Rebound RC Car. Wait, what? It was so, yeah, Tyco so Rebound RC Car. It was so the remote control car that could go upside down. Oh, like it flipped. Is it blue okay. and red? Yes. I had one of those. That was those were awesome. Used to dig. I used to spin it in the yard and dig holes. Yeah, you just if you'd go. So the controller had two joysticks on it, right? Yep. And you go up on one and down on the other. It would would spin and dig all holes in the yard. I feel like you'd get, like, all RC cars then, because otherwise, like, I feel like RC car is such a good pick. I could just pick, like, the RC car that I got for Christmas instead. No, this one was I'm good. I like like Quinn's pick here with this specific one, though, because out of all the toys or RC cars that I had growing up, this was for sure my favorite. Like Dude, was, this thing was legit. Like, this thing would fly. You do double joysticks, and that thing is hauling ass across your driveway. Dude, mine's gonna mine is gonna suck. I was such a good first pick that now I'm like, I don't have specifics because I don't remember like what type of what I had. I just knew I was playing with it. No, that's that's fine. That's um, fine. I had to look no, it up. Great. Yeah, I didn't no, know the name. That's fine. Great, great, great pick, Quinn. Mine is uh, GameCube, but specifically the GameCube. No, no, no. The GameCube that came out uh, when you pre-ordered Zelda Wind Waker in 2003 because the GameCube came with a free copy of all the Zelda games on a GameCube disc. Like from the NES, the N64, everything was converted to the GameCube Mm. and it was put on one disc and it was the only way that you could get it. So this is the only one that's like post Santa for me because this came oh, okay. out like 2003. But I just remember being like, I specifically want this GameCube when you pre-ordered this game because then you get this free disc, which I still have. And it's something like it's $100. It's kind of like um, NCAA football for you, Bo. Mm-hmm. Like they sell in stores for $100, $200. Like this disc, this like GameCube disc for Zelda, it's the same thing. Like it sells for hundred, two hundred dollars in stores. I don't even know. I was not a GameCube guy, so I don't. Even I played know. it, but uh, yeah, <clears throat> my so, not. Yeah. What was the uh, oh Dreamcast? That was the one that like, like was around that era that like two people had in your entire yeah, school. Was, like <laughs> Dreamcast was like the remote. Yeah, Dreamcast was like if you didn't have an N sixty four or a Sega Genesis, then like you you had the Dreamcast, and it had. A controller that I had no idea how to work. Like there's a fucking but hole. It had, like, a a hole. There was like a, a square hole like in the controller. I'm like, I don't even know what this is for. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, that's mine. Specifically the GameCube with the free Zelda promotional disc. I don't know if this is like <clears throat> slightly cheating, but I I was only like twelve. But my first set of golf clubs. Yeah. Is that oh. one fair? Yeah, no, that's, that's okay. a good Why one. wouldn't that be fair? And, but that's one of those things that, like, I never asked for, but then, like, my dad, just because he golfed, he got me golf clubs. And I knew he always golfed. He golfed every week. And then it was like, now 
all I want to do is golf and spend too much money on golfing. And I want new golf clubs every year. And my driver, I hook like 12 out of 18 holes. And I'm like, all right, time for a new driver. Definitely not this way. Definitely not my swing or my <laughs> fundamentals at all. It has nothing to do with my skill. It's always the club. I got to get a new driver and set it to slice because I hook it all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Offset it with this setting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, second pick, this one is a little bit more specific, but uh, like a Razor scooter. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about those. Hey, those are good so ones. legit. I definitely... Nothing, nothing felt better than ripping that thing into your shin. When trying, to, <laughs> yeah. trying to fucking I, tail whip. You I just did. spin it around the first time your feet land. You're like, it's still got halfway to come around. And wham, right oh, <laughs> so many wrecked shins. I, uh, I'm going to grind on this wood piece of wood yeah. <laughs> i definitely asked for one of those as a kid i had a friend uh we each had one and we went down this giant hill by my dad's house and my friend i don't know why he thought this but he was like i wonder how hot the brake because it was just a metal thing you'd put your foot on to like stop the oh, wheel yeah. right he was like yeah and you basically hold that the whole time you're going down a hill to just not go too fast and he was like yeah if you're oh, a question well, I guess my friend was, and he was like, I wonder how hot this thing is. So he touched the, like, metal thing that you push down on. He got third oh, – he touched it, like, just quick, like that third-degree burn on his hand. <laughs> I get – you think about those wheels, though? Like, they're, like, rollerblade wheels. Yeah, just, like, like plastic or rubber. Yeah, they're, like, specific. And I can imagine those things getting just scorching hot. Oh, yeah. But funny Ow. story, sort of relate – what is related – in my freshman year of college, like five or six stories below me in the dorm, one of the people that lived on that floor, their dad was like the owner of Razor Scooters. Like he literally owned the company and just the dumbest, stupidest, cheesiest thing ever because of that, that person, I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, but they like supplied razor scooters to everybody on that floor. And like, if you stopped, I think it was floor eight. And I was like on floor 14 or whatever. When you went down, if you stopped on floor eight, the elevators would open and they had like duct taped parking lanes for their like 30 razor scooters that they gifted everybody on that floor to use at college. And I was like, I don't even know. Like if some guy kid gave me that, like the first week of school in college, I'd be like, you are the biggest tool. I'm not, I am not taking this to class. I don't want this. I still have a bone to pick with, I don't know if it's a video game company or razor scooter itself but there was a contest that was ran when we were kids where it was like come up with your own idea for a video game and this video game company will pick a winner and actually make it into a video game and i pitched like razor scooter it was like tony hawk but like with a razor Dude, i scooter. played that video game and well no and i got a letter say like oh you didn't win sorry you didn't win but then less than a year late like a year later that fucking game came out and it was exactly what I pitched. And I'm like, where are my fucking royalties? Like, this is clearly my original idea that they stole from me, a 12-year-old kid or whatever I was. Well, yeah, they wanted a bunch of ideas because their guys couldn't yeah, come I know, up right? with it. Like, what a way to, like, come up with an idea yeah. for video games or on a contest for other people to come up with an idea for you. Yeah, that's brilliant. So. That was. Pop it, man. All right. Razor Scooter, great pick. Like that, yeah, that's, a, that's one that's a good one i didn't think of that that's a good one totally forgot about razor um, scooters yeah they're again like the hottest thing for like a three-year period so 
Yeah, um, big time. Is like middle school. 11 to 14. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my number two pick is something I actually never got, but I did ask for it, and it was a Game Boy Color. Uh, those, oh. like, I mean, I had the brick, right? Like the gray brick. That's, and it, the, that's actually on my list is the brick. Yeah, so I had that. Also, as Game a Gear. Game Gear was dope. Yes, the the Sonic. The Sonic game is the only game that you would ever play on the Game Gear. That's like it. But uh, Game Gear was cool. That thing was huge, though. Like, that thing took It was. It was, like, rectangular. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Game Boy Color, that was, like, when Pokemon was huge, like, in our age group. Late 90s. It was actually, like, oh, it's actually Red and blue. Nothing else exists past red and blue. I actually say Pokemon, like, cards in general, like, as one of my guesses. But I was, like, I don't know. It might be too dweeby. No, I mean, nah, I, man, I had that on my list. I had that. I mean, I didn't, I didn't care about it for long enough for me to put it on like my draft list. But those are huge. I mean, people yeah. were trading those. Dude, I had a binder. Did you have the binder? Yeah, oh, of yeah. course I had a binder. It's like oh, a four yeah. by four, just full of like yeah, you, you got to get all the holographic man, Charizard, ones. Bitch. Yeah, Charizard holographic. Dude, these are going to be worth so much someday. And another thing like Beanie Babies are going to be. Yeah. Some, actually, Those I actually might be worth money. Say, I was going to say, I think po- I think I read an article recently. That actually, Pokemon cards are actually worth a decent amount of money now. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I need to go back to my mom see if I have that binder still. You know your mom's got it somewhere. My mom doesn't throw away anything. Like, it's uh, still there, I'm sure. Definitely so. got that. Uh, so, yeah, Game Boy Color. I never got it. You might have a Turbo Man hiding somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I do have a bunch of small soldier toys though. Um, but yeah, Game Boy Color. That's I didn't. I never got that one. I would get like a Game Boy later on, like one of the newer, like the later versions. But the color I never got. But that was the one I remember specifically wanting. And then feeling like such a loser going to like friends' houses, like doing like linking up for Pokemon, and I have the oh, brick, yeah. and everyone else has like the cool Game Boy Color, and I'm just like, ah, uh, yeah, here's my here's my brick, I guess. But, yeah, so that's my number two pick. Oh, good one. My uh, my number two is Stretch Armstrong. Oh yeah, it's like one of the first toys I remember wanting as a kid, and I got one. I got a Stretch Armstrong, and it was cool for like a week until you ripped his arm off, and it didn't like it didn't return, and then the <laughs> insides were definitely gonna give me cancer at some point in my life. I've heard stories of people who like heat up a Stretch Armstrong to make him stretch out more than he should, but he then he never. But back. then, but then he doesn't stretch back. Yeah, so we should just have Stretch Armstrong versus Gumby yeah. matchup. I feel like those are the two microwavable toys. I, yeah. I remember stre- getting it, and then my brother and I would see how far we could pull it, and he got smacked so many times because <laughs> I'm a terrible brother. <laughs> Hey, you turned out. Your brother turned out all right. It's fun. Questionable. <laughs> all right. Back-to-back picks. What's your third pick, Quinn? Uh, I was a huge Connects guy. So this is a toss-up between the Connects Tower Crane and the Connects Roller Coaster. The Tower Crane I got for Christmas, the roller coaster I got for a birthday. But the Tower Crane is one I always wanted thing was like six feet tall it worked it rotated you could drop it and pick things up it was so legit and i was that was after santa that was after the santa phase i think i was probably in like fourth or fifth grade when i got that is this like the stuff in sandlot 
when like yeah, it is. no it's not the erector well, it's the set. same thing it's, it's connects connects is like a plastic erector set was oh yeah, yeah 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 right okay now this is they're called it's called connects and it's like a plastic erecting type toy thing it's like legos but like bigger yeah i'm trying to i was big into at, oh okay okay i got gotcha. you Lisa power crane. Yeah. So legit. My mom did not want it in the, I had I only could have it in the living room for a week because it took up so much damn room. Okay. It literally yeah. was like legitly five feet tall. It was yeah. nice. No, I, I I remember this vaguely. I was I don't remember like asking, but I remember oh there's like a controller where you could like control yeah. like how it moved. You could and control and pick things up with it. It was okay. really Nice. I would play with it now. I think Blake <laughs> might be too young yet. <laughs> Let's just buy it for for Christmas, but for yourself. So there you go. That's um, gonna be half my toys. Blake, you could play with Legos. Oh, don't oh, swallow yeah. those, honey. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that'll yeah. Duh. That's not candy. <laughs> no, yeah, that's uh, that's what the first five years of Miles's life is gonna be is just me buying toys for him, but they're really for me. Yeah, Legos are so don't take them out of the package. They need to stay on the shelf. Okay, I just I'm not that picky about it. They just <laughs> happen to not be open. <laughs> they just happen to never have been open. And they also happen to be at a height that Miles could never reach them. Well, yeah, I don't need I don't need him like messing anything up here. <laughs> I forgot toys aren't made to be played with. Oh man, I definitely don't regret showing you guys. Like you know, um, man, we already knew. Well, I already knew. <laughs> you knew, but you didn't know, right? Like it's one of those nah, I knew, I knew. I just have accepted it in our friendship. It's fine. <laughs> um, my next pick, it's oddly not oddly connected to this in some way, but I remember asking for this wanting this very bad definitely in the santa claus phase and i did get this but it's a star wars micro machines like scenes so i'll share what it is but it's like scenes from the original trilogy but made um like in kind of lego form and let's i kind of feel like i feel like i recognize did they make other versions of that yeah. not just for star wars but like it was micro machine so i'm sure this is just like the star wars version right like you see like the hoth and the dagobah like you see these right right yeah so i i play with these all the time like i remember being so excited when i opened these up for christmas you can't really do a whole lot with them like they're just here and you like i mean it's like any toy you just have like these action figures you move them around like this thing was cool um this like r2 would fit in the mouth of this like creature and you could pull this lever back and you would shoot out because like that's what happens in the movie uh so yeah i remember asking for these specifically and actually getting them so like i, I don't ever remember seeing these things those i feel like i have an idea of what you're talking about but like i don't know if it was ever star wars that i had but maybe i'll be back is bo yeah bo with your last two in a row after my awesome star right. wars micro machine uh -huh. i had never heard of Awesome right. for me, all right? That's fine. I'm trying to figure out the name of these. Okay. 
And I could be, I'm just going to, but this doesn't, ooh, this is kind of it. Sounded like the oh, cheer. Oh, this of, is fucking it. Okay. Sounded like the cheer right. of a child right there. Just, nope. <gasps> yeah. All right. Santa, you are this real. Is this is it for sure. So my third pick. You know what? No, it's going to be my fourth pick. That's going to be my home run. So this one, this third one is like special to me. <laughs> like it's in bones as a child. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever had them. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but I always got them for Christmas because I loved them. Like it was always like one of the small little, probably like $5 gifts my parents would just give me because I was obsessed with them were the Hallmark keepsake ornaments, but they were like pro athletes. Oh, okay. Well, sound cool. It sounds like it's like a, just an athlete ornament, like, but it you is. Can get yeah. different ones. Yeah. So like, how do I, how would I share it? At the bottom, there's like a share button next to like in a control. Does that work? Yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> magic. Yeah. Like this, I have magic Johnson. So that's one of the ones I thought of, but I have like Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett. Like I have probably like 40 of them. Like I have like Brett Favre, all these different ones. That's wow, cool. I've never seen this. I haven't either, but that's really cool. Like, I might start trying to find them to oh, give great. them. Have a wall. They're yeah, actually unopened. Cool. I'm not going to open them, but they're going to be on my shelf. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need to clear out some wall space back there. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll clear off. Okay, so last pick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah yep. Your last, pick. <clears throat> your home run. So we're gonna. I'm gonna show you. It's called Karate Fighters. I don't know if you know what they were. They're like little mm. fighters. You get different ones. You put them on little, uh, like these little stands. They would like their foot would click into it, and you twist them, and it would swing their arms okay. and legs. Like you're almost like rock 'em sock 'em robots. I don't know this, but it gave me a good idea so, for another gift that I really like. What, what are they called? Karate Fighters. Like this ah. is like the original. But you can get like this. multiple versions of them. But like if you YouTube them, you'll see like you put them on these stands like you can kind of see in like the bottom like this corner. I don't know. Can you see my cursor? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So like this. And then you put their foot on and then their arms and legs would be like they'd have joints. And so then you'd have like handles over here. You could move them and it would swing. Dude, this sounds like something I want to play right now. Yeah. And they'd have like kill spots on their chest. So you try and like whip their legs around to hit the other dude's chest and if you hit their chest it would pop them off and they'd go flying yeah that's awesome i'm all in on this work those are like my favorite toys growing up those are good those are toys i might have to look into now so they're actually like i legitimately still have them in my parents house like no what is it called karate what Fighters, I think. Fighters. I just googled it because I'm gonna try to. Yeah, fighters. Did you find it. Karate. Yeah, I did. Karate fighters. Oh, these are legit. Not bad. Twenty bucks. Dude, buy it. <laughs> it's worth it. I'm telling you, like even like the player. Dude, oh my god, guys, you can get small soldier ones. That's what I'm saying. You can get different. Oh really? Eight different characters. Yes. <laughs> you could have like battle royale. You can get the main the the two guys. Uh, god, I can't remember their names. Chip and, and Chip and um, Gorga, the lead of the Gorga. Yeah. Sorry, the Archer, beat. Archer, Archer, Archer. Yeah. Yes, Silent you B. can get them battling each other. Silent B. Oh, I'm all in on this. All right. Nice. Thanks, um, speaking of Archer, quick cast note on Jingle All the Way. Chris Parnell is in this. Did you see Chris Parnell? 
What? He's he's the the employee when Arnold goes, "Where where's Turbo Man?" and he starts laughing at him, and then he gets like the other employee, and he's like, "Oh, here, say 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 what you're looking for." He goes, "I'm looking for Turbo Man," and like all the employees start laughing, like he's been sold out for weeks. Chris Parnell is like oh. the first guy that he like pulls aside. And this is his first movie, so that was a quick. Saint Archer oh, made me think of that because he's a voice. He's a voice in Archer, I think, right? Yeah, he is. He's, he's, in, um, he's in Rick and Morty too. Also, a great show. Anyways, uh, yeah, good pick. <laughs> you're you're getting Quinn to maybe buy toys right now, so that's a good pick, I would say. Um, <laughs> I already got a lot of stuff I gotta buy here. My last pick, not as cool as Karate Fighters, and not something I necessarily want to buy right now, but when I was a kid. I wanted them. Um, do you guys remember the commercial for Moon Shoes? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, wait, am I frozen? You look frozen right now, but I can still hear you, Bo. Okay. I'll just keep um, going then. Yeah, that's fine. You were definitely frozen. I actually had Moon Shoes written down. You can't see it, maybe. but maybe. I can't see it right now, but that's... You're frozen, buddy. You're fro- the image that it's frozen on for you is you, like, looking at your hand. <laughs> like, Hold Are you on. checking your fingernails? <laughs> well, my thing keeps freaking out my screen, so I turn my screen off, and then it. Say now it. There we go. You're back. There you go. You're, you're moving again. Um, yeah. Yeah. Moon shoes. Moon shoes. <laughs> yep. Uh, I wanted moon shoes really bad. Never got them. I never did. I don't. There's no way they would have worked. No. No. Do you think about it? Like that's no like way. No I, think, I think a bunch of kids got hurt because they'd roll their ankles because they tried to oh, jump yeah. on them and they're just not landing right. But I wanted I, those I so bad. I forgot about moon shoes. <laughs> yeah, Man, those things were legit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, legit I, not going to work at all. No, no. You maybe. <laughs> yeah, they're like little trampolines on the bottom of your feet. You maybe get like six six inches off the ground. Like you're not really jumping that high, dude. Um, the pictures of this are so nineties too. Can I share my screen? Let's see if I can yeah, share yeah. my screen. You should be able to. I'm doing it yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's look, going. Look at this freaking picture. Can you see this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no way you're getting enough. There's no way you're getting enough height to do anything like that. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so stupid. Uh, I re- I just I remember the commercial so much too. Like they just they just they made made it look a lot cooler than it, than it probably ended up being in real life. But um, so yeah, Moon Shoes is my last pick. That's a good one. That is a good good one. All right, Quinn, your last one. Last one. We all had them. We all played with them. We all still probably would still play with them. Tech decks. Oh, that. I, he, yeah. Were they the Healy, like the skateboards? Right? The skate, little <laughs> yeah. mini skateboards. I, did, I so. did think of that. I, I never, I got the, I think I did ask for like the half pipe for Christmas one. Yep. Yeah. I was in a I think I did ask for Dude, that. could you imagine? I remember wanting all that stuff right now that I actually have disposable income. Like I could legitimately just be like, I want to set up the dopest fucking skate park ever for like 150. You could buy rails and shit. Money. Oh yeah. man, it was so Classic. fun. You'd have everybody have them in class and the teacher would get pissed. Put your skateboards away. Really Pick up a sweet kickflip teach. Boom. That was a good one, Quinn. I have an honorable mention too. 
Oh yeah, that's I mean, I have I have a couple strong. too. I, one of mine I saw on Bo's list too, actually. But yeah, what are your honorable mentions? Go for it. You you do yours first. So I just I just I had a nerf nerf gun like yeah. it was anything um, nerf guns. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't pick one though because I'm like the I one really... the one that I got for Christmas. So so it's the one that came to mind. It was kind of like a Tommy gun style. Like it was a yeah. It had the drop chain. Yeah, on it. and it would yep, you, that, you that's the pull one the trigger and it would rotate. That's the one I had. I had another or a squirt gun. Yeah, super soakers were always big. Yeah. Um. So I yeah, would, I, the Nerf gun was like my big. I don't know like what era it changed over from like CD disc players, but like the first original MP3 players, like iPods, was one of the ones. But I don't know if that was like you're 13, 14. That's almost pushing it, you know. Yeah, it's but a little. I don't weird, remember. I was I was definitely in like maybe eighth grade or freshman year when so I got my I know, first iPod. I know, for fact, I know for a fact the iPhone came out our junior year of high school well ipod came out before that class. yeah the ipod came out that so it had to be at least two to three years before that so yeah, we had to be like at least... i want to say i was probably a sophomore or freshman because i remember going on the basketball freshman year i had a cd player and then i got one probably sophomore year because that's when eminem's second or his encore cd came out and i listened to that yeah. Dude, we're so far off. The original iPod came out in 2001. Oh, shit. I was deprived. I should have picked the iPod. I should have buy it myself. The only problem is I only really remember having an iPod when, like, like playing sports in school and going to and from on the bus. That's when I had mine. Driving your car. So you were already, like, 15, 16. Like, I don't remember. You remember the big, like, FM tuners you would stick in your cigarette and they never work. You'd go 10 miles down the road. Find the one channel, like, 90.5 that had nothing playing on it. It was 88.3 here. It was like yeah. 88.3 and 88.5 around Milwaukee. No, I had, I had one of those two. It's just a block you'd plug into the bottom of it. Yep. And you'd yeah. Yeah, get to the – those – yeah, you, you're right. They rarely worked. And then the thing that actually worked for me really well – Anytime a cassette player. That's what I was going to say. Like, my car that was old enough where I had a cassette. Like, I was one of the times I was happy my car was so fucking old that I had a cassette player. You I never had a cassette that in. player, so I had to do those – yeah, exactly. I was I was happy I had an old car and it had the cord that would come out. Yeah, and you it just worked plug like it, in. it worked amazing. It was yeah. way cheaper. It was yeah. like ten bucks for that thing. That was a lot lower technology, but the quality was better, I guess. So. Dude, it was way better. It was like the original aux cord. Yeah, pretty much. So, right. oh, I said my honorable mention. Uh, the yo-yos were it dropped right. and it spun. Like yeah. you, you throw Which it down and it was the, it had the mechanical something in it that would make mm. it spin. No, Jeez. for sure. Fifth grade. I guess the only other I, I did remember one more honorable mention. It was uh Star Wars related, shocker. Uh the Boba Fett uh ship. It's it been in the Mandalorian if you watch Mandalorian. Fucking but nerd. Slave fucking nerds are nerd. awesome now, man. <laughs> nerds are cool. Um <laughs> But it was a Slave One ship, which was it was huge. Uh, but I asked for that for Christmas too. I remember that. the The only random one thing that I like, I kind of remember when I was kind of googling like nineties nostalgia nostalgia toys. I don't even think I had one of these, but I always wanted to play them. 
when other people had them was the Tamagotchi things. I oh, didn't yeah, know those. Those thing that you always killed. I, I know what you're talking about. So many people had them. A lot of my friends. I didn't care about those. I was I, like, like I said, I never had one, but I always felt like when my friends had one, I wanted to mess around. With yeah, them. I would mess around, but it was like it felt like too much work for me. Like I feel like I mean, so many of the things were like I feel like video games. Like I think about nostalgic video games, and that was like yeah. it was hard to go. Like you went with like GameCube, but a specific one. Like, but I remember like dreaming of NFL Blitz 2000. Like one game was legit. Yeah. Or even when we were like twelve or thirteen, what was it like? Uh, the Navy SEALs game. It was like the first OG like shooter multiplayer Call of Duty game for. Was that the number? Oh, Counter Strike. No, it wasn't Counter Strike. I know that, but it was like it was literally called like Navy SEALs something or SEALs something. I, I remember. I remember the first Medal of Honor game when you would storm like duty day. That one I okay. still remember. The two yeah. video games I remember, I, I remember SOCOM. asking for. SOCOM. Okay. That's the two, what I, two I remember asking for was Zelda Majora's Mask. Like, not Ocarina of Time, but the second one. That one I remember asking for. And then the game, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a game where, like, you'd be a truck or you'd pick a car. And it was, like, a multiplayer thing. And you'd shoot missiles at each other and you'd oh, try to blow oh, each other Twisted up. Metal. metal. Yeah. Twisted Metal. That's that like, game was, that was awesome. Legit. Those those are the two I remember asking for. So, yeah, I, I didn't get, I didn't get into the gaming them. world until I was a, like a junior, sophomore, junior yeah. in high school with PS2. Say so, high school. And my first game was uh, the Call of Duty Rising Sun. Okay. I well, I was like a Nintendo and then Xbox person, so I played a lot of Halo, but I didn't really get into like gaming until college when i got a ps3 and oddly enough like now like i'm playing a lot more video games now more than ever no so that was that was a good draft bringing up memory lane there just all this nostalgia talk about nostalgic trip yeah um dude razor scooters man that brings back so many freaking painful (laughs) memories (laughs) of busting my ass on my friend's driveway trying to grind on wood two by fours so stupid that's the thing it's like you made the most ratchet things like you just like one metal pipe would be found in your neighbor's dumpster you're like oh figure out a way to handle this dude we had ah oh, you know him you met uh derek sina remember derek sina do Matt, i you met him um when did i meet him? your wedding or what we have bachelor party wedding stuff and he's okay, actually he was on our ragnar team as a sub this year but that oh, we didn't go through but yeah yeah him and i would have razor scooters and we'd always just yeah. bust our ass and i'm sure so he was at your bachelor party like in the dells yeah there were like three or four i think your like high yeah. school friends so I, i'm probably getting them kind of mixed up with each other. Well, Ty, yeah i know yeah and then ethan and then Ty. Derek. those were the three from from high school that yeah. i played was he the one that climbed up yes uh, okay <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay i remember Okay, that's all we got for you on today's The Good, Bad, and the Garbage. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Stay tuned or subscribe if you haven't already to listen in our next episode, which is the sequel to the movie we just talked about, if you can call it that, uh, Jingle All the Way 2, which stars uh, Larry the Cable Guy. So, (laughs) yeah, you don't want to miss that, and we'll see you next time.